Blog Talk Radio. Like Miami Vice on a cool night. It's the informant on the Radio PI Network. With me, your host, licensed investigator, Will ZPI. Exposing the men behind the curtain. Reproving the New World Order. Fighting a spiritual cartel. Seeking truth, justice, liberty in the American way. We'll bring you beyond the conspiracy to an investigation of the times. I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from 9 to 5. Hey, hell, I pay the price. All I want is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel like I'm in the twilight zone? Tuning in, folks, to the informant. I am your host, Will ZPI. And we're broadcasting live here from the Gulf of Mexico. I hope everyone's had a good new year so far, as we're in the first month of 2017. Less than two weeks. About 12 days to be exact to the inauguration. Of the, then we'll have President Trump. And I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to some good things this year. But you got you know, you to take good things with bad things. You got to be careful out there these days. Many of you already know that here in Florida, we had a shooting at a Fort Lauderdale airport. Several people were shot by a gunman. And, you know, I find it a little ironic that most of these type shootings happen to be in no-gun zones. And before I get into tonight's uh, podcast, before I do this episode, I want to talk about a couple headlines that I found today might interest you. This one comes out of Houston, Texas. A man was kidnapped and caged for days after cops mistake kitty litter for meth, the drug meth. Well, it was Houston cops, I tell you what, over there. And according to the news source, The Week, well, it's going to tell you how many bombs were dropped last year, 2016, most being in Afghanistan, obviously. But there was 26,171 bombs dropped by the United States last year. Yeah, what else we got here? California murderer becomes first U.S. prisoner to have a state-funded sex change surgery. You can read about that in the RT. Uh, that's uh, <clears throat> those tax dollars there. I tell you what, wow, it's amazing what uh, what gets by these days. And we have a senator. You want to get into these? Uh, talk about some politics that are uh, oh wow, just <laughs> the hypocrisy. Listen to this report: a senator whose family was caught that they smuggled cocaine on a cargo ship. <laughs> this guy says no to legalizing marijuana. It was a, is a uh, cargo ship which had been linked to a anti-drug Kentucky senator, Mitch McConnell. Was, this ship was stopped and searched before departing from Columbia. This happened here recently. There was approximately 90 pounds of cocaine found on board by the Coast Guard. But now, 
Senator McConnell is doubling down on his reputation as an anti-drug center by rallying against legalization of marijuana. <laughs> oh, where are things coming to? So those are a few headlines I wanted to share before I start the show. And tonight I'm going to be discussing the importance of background checks for nannies and other private care providers. You're going to want to listen to this. If you know somebody that uh, elderly, even children, somebody might have Alzheimer's, dementia, we're going to get into all of that tonight. So let's say you, you return to the workforce, which many need to do the, you know, following a maternity leave or be away from uh, your home extensively. If you're a new parent in need of a nanny or a caregiver to look after your child, or yeah, more than one child, children, or maybe you're a caregiver to look after a dependent adult who is currently in your care, and you have a, you might have a parent. You realize that they they have more needs than you can maintain there in the home. At some time in our lives, most of us are going to have to face big decision-making events regarding the care for our loved ones, whether it be for your children or an ill or injured spouse an aging parent who's no longer able to care for themselves. Let's face it, most people today just can't afford to drop their career to take care of this early retirement. They don't have the skills or the time or the patience to be that full-time caregiver, especially with somebody dealing with the the progressing disease of dementia, Alzheimer's, or other health problems. And the majority of people, they're most comfortable with keeping their loved ones in their own environment, their own homes, where they have their own surroundings, where they're familiar, where they have all of their belongings readily available to them. And not to mention, you most likely provide the safest possible accommodations, the best atmosphere for the, the child or the elder person having their current surroundings convenient. And the alternative to that is something a lot of us don't like to think of, a, retire, a retirement home, a nursing home, or a, you know, a daycare, a, a, an assisted living facility. And for most, you know, I, I, I did report on this, if you want to look back to the last broadcast, but a lot of people want to do this as a last resort, putting somebody in a home, the expense and, and the, the worry. But whatever your particular situation may be, you may want to make the choice first to hire a private. When hiring a private caregiver, to hire a private investigator. We're going to get into this. But during the hiring search for a private caregiver, be sure to have them complete a, an employment application. You can get, print these offline now. You want to have at least three references. Something that you're going to check personally. But we also recommend that you forward this application to a licensed private investigator in order to obtain a thorough background investigation on this individual who's seeking employment with you. And again, folks, check the archives. I've got some good information there on background checks. Now, private investigator, let's face it, you know, we have the we utilize these databases that are not available to the general public. And we have a much other, a lot more of the uh, 
investigational resources to provide extensive and thorough searches for someone's background or a criminal history of any. <clears throat> now, if you do locate a promising candidate and they're going to be transporting your loved one in a vehicle, it's imperative to have knowledge of their driving record and assure that their licensure is current and valid. If the candidate claims to be uh, you know, a licensed professional caregiver, do a thorough background check. And then you, you could find that they're, they're really telling you the truth, that they do possess the license in that profession that they claim they have, and that it's in good standing. Not something that they had that they no longer have, but you want to make sure it's current. Check out this audio clip I'm going to play. Well, why background checks? You want to have a background check on a nanny. Listen to this. Are you looking for a nanny? Do you need someone to look after your children while you are working? Is that person going to live in your home with you? Are they going to be spending extended periods of time with your children without supervision? Are your children very young and unable to communicate well? These are all reasons why you should do an extensive background check on your prospective nanny. If you need someone to look after your children when you are not able to, you need to make sure that there is nothing in that person's background that could cast suspicion on whether or not they are qualified to hold that position. There is nothing more important than the safety and well-being of your children. You can do an extensive background check quite easily nowadays. You can do it yourself online or hire a company. A background check can include criminal histories, criminal records, credit information, as well as previous addresses and things of that nature. You, of course, would want to know of any criminal history that your prospective employee has, whether or not children are involved, if their record is not clean, and even if children are not involved. There are many offenses that a person could commit that could give you good reasons not to hire them. A drunk driving conviction, for example, is a red flag that an alcohol problem could exist. Is your nanny going to be responsible for driving your children to and from school and after-school activities? then you're going to want to see their driving record. A person with many driving offenses may lack driving skills, and you wouldn't want them driving your children around. A person who doesn't pay their bills on time could have a hard time managing their finances. This could be a sign of immaturity and irresponsibility. Just doing a simple reference check is important. It can tell you if their previous employers had any difficulties with them, and if so, what they were. Gathering all the information possible about prospective nannies is very important. The information combined with an interview that gives you the opportunity to ask any questions that arise from the background check and give the prospective nanny a chance to answer them. You need to trust your instincts about a person. If you do a background check combined with reference checks in an extensive interview, you should be able to get a good picture of what kind of person the nanny is and if he and she would be a good fit with your family. And just like I mentioned earlier, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to suggest that you go online trying to get this information. Again, turn to a professional who has the access to the databases to get that information. You're going to be limited to what you can get online. You might have a local sheriff in every state. Uh, varies. You might have a local uh, sheriff or police department that has uh, readily available information on somebody if they've been arrested, whatnot. Um, but what if they're in other states? You know, say they, they, they were, you're in Florida, where I live, and uh, this person you're interested in lived in New York or wherever. You know, we, you're going to want to check that state as well. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's fine. I mean, stuff you can find on social media and whatnot, but you're going to be limited, just the average person on the internet. 
So hire a, a licensed private investigator that has the access to the databases for this kind of information. And keep in mind, when you meet this candidate, <clears throat> personally, you know, a, a few common early displayed behaviors of caregivers who may possess abusive tendencies. This is something common in this industry, unfortunately. But refusal or difficulty with following your directions, uh, it could be the routine you want for uh, your child or the elderly person. You know, they may not go to be very unruly. Look for that. Look for a, you know, a controlling attitude. Showing up late for their duties or just not showing up at all. These are red flags, folks. Abusive behavior shown towards pets or service animals. You know, every situation is different. They might need a uh, service dog available there, taking care of somebody in that type of situation. So watch how their demeanor is towards the animals. Acting in a belittling fashion towards an elderly person or a disabled person, things to look for. Once you have chosen a candidate, you've interviewed this person, and they've met your loved ones. This is the person that you want. They've got your approval, your blessing, and you decide to give them a try. But you still might feel a little bit leery. After all, placing your trust in a person while you're away, it's a very difficult thing to do. And there's nothing wrong with placing a few calls to the home, you know, day-to-day to check in, or even placing a nanny cam to monitor activities. You know, now you can uh, get something on the Internet that goes to your phone. There's a camera in there. They don't have to know about it. It's totally illegal. You can do it in your own home, see what's going on. Uh, you might have a close neighbor or family member. You could ask them to stop by briefly, give, give an unexpected visit there. Come check the place out. Make sure things are running smoothly. And some undesirable behaviors, more red flags, which may present after hiring the caregiver. You might want to look for um, using an elderly person's vehicle, their money, or other resources without permission. Displaying an unwelcoming behavior during an unexpected visit or early return home. Um, Socially isolating the child or the elder person they're caring for. Reporting to work, appearing to be under the influence. And who knows what, drugs or alcohol, it's a good thing to check for. It's very hard these days with HEPA. Um, you might want to observe uh, any threats of demeaning looks towards the children. Ask the children how they feel about the person. Because sometimes caregivers can use intimidation tactics, and children may not know what that is. Well, folks, I'm going to take a quick break, and when I return, I'm going to talk about a nanny caught on camera abusing infants. This is something that you're not going to want to miss. Stay tuned here to the informant. Be right back. Author of True Spiritual Warfare and Paranormal Activity, book 225th Street, Patrick Meekin. He's just released the prequel, Nightmare in Holmes County. This controversial book will bring you face-to-face with the reality of spiritual warfare and expose hidden secrets that the forces of darkness use to control and destroy people's lives. Nightmare in Holmes County, available now on Amazon. Check it out.
Hey folks, Will ZPI inviting you to check out Christian rapper Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. My video, no coincidence. I'm Ninja Scroll. Peace out. September 11th no is the 254th day from the beginning no of the year. 2 plus 5 plus 4 no equals 11. Morality. They worship the stars and use astrology. Predict the future. Worship of the beast. Sacrifice innocent lives of ours. Increase secrets. See how we're trained. They worship a dream. Drop down in front of bottles and break. We're praying beast. Have a cross. They that's Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. getting it real bad with brown hair. Prepare the commission of care. The bohemian growth. And more people go there. They conspire. And make sure you quit. They won't share. Some walk by night. Some fly by day. Hey, folks. Will ZPI here. When you need answers to important questions. Is he cheating? Why is he always guarding his phone? Whose number is this? He was supposed to be home two hours ago. When you need the help of licensed professionals at W&W Solutions. Specializing in infidelity, insurance fraud, skip traces, telephone numbers, welfare checks, missing persons, and even computer forensics. Our licensed investigators can help you in the southwest Florida area. Visit www.willzpi.com for more information regarding our private investigation services. That's willzpi.com, license number 8280088. Why not find out today? And we're back. You are tuned in and listening to The Informant, my licensed private investigator, Will ZPI. I've got another audio clip. This is from ABC News about a bad nanny caught on a nanny cam allegedly abusing twin infants. This is in California, California home, while the mother was at work and she was a teacher. And, you know, the mom stated that there were no red flags indicating abuse. Listen to this, folks. The mother was alerted by her eight-year-old son who prompted her to watch the rarely viewed nanny cam. Got to, got to check the footage on those when you get them. You know, it's very important to listen to what your child says. If they're old enough to express themselves and, and watch for you know, the verbal and nonverbal cues of abuse in elderly, the young people as well, which we're going to discuss this later on the show. But right now I want you to listen to this bad nanny caught on camera. Nightmare for any parent. A nanny caught on camera allegedly physically abusing one-year-old twins. It was all too real for one California mother who was shocked at what her hidden camera revealed. ABC's Gio Benitez here with that story. Good morning, Gio. Oh, Robin, good morning. There's a real lesson for parents in this story. Mom says there were no red flags. Seeing the horrifying tape for the first time while teaching her kids in school. Her own children, meanwhile, were in the hands of an alleged child abuser. They're the videos every parent hopes they never have to see. This morning, a California caregiver caught on nanny cam shaking a one-year-old girl, covering the child's mouth with her hand, even swinging a child by one arm. The video's so intense, we aren't showing you them in their entirety. Police say that nanny behaving badly is 34-year-old Dana Cash, now charged with child abuse. I was appalled. The children's mother, who does not want to be identified, sitting down with reporter Alex Michelson from ABC-owned station KABC. 
I hear my child screaming and crying in the video, and it's terrifying. The mother had set up a video camera, but rarely checked the tapes. It was her eight-year-old son who told her. He knew it was wrong, and in the video you see him, he's sitting on the couch playing with his iPod, but he's paying attention to everything. She shows the video to the nanny herself. She puts her head down and... You know, she says, I made a mistake. And I said, that's not a mistake. That's not a mistake you're allowed to make. And, uh, you know, she was fired. Mom hired Cass through the child care website care.com. We take the safety of our community extremely seriously. We have a national team of safety professionals that review every caregiver applicant. We were not aware of any other complaints from members of the Care.com community. Cash certainly isn't the first nanny in hot water. In Jacksonville, Florida, Janine Campbell was sentenced to eight years in prison after police say a camera caught her abusing an 11-month-old baby in 2010. And just last year, Mamora Nasirova was sentenced to 10 months in jail after slapping a five-month-old baby. Care.com has these tips for parents. Do your internet search, check references, run a comprehensive background check, and continue to monitor the situation. In this latest case, Cash has not entered a plea, and the mom thought she did everything right, but didn't check that camera too often. You never know what happens behind closed doors. You sure don't. And this morning, Cash is out on bail. She could potentially apply for another nanny job. And one more tip for parents. When you're interviewing a nanny, ask for five references, not just that typical one or two. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. What about Care.com? Do they recommend using the nanny cam? Absolutely, because that's what captured this, right? Yeah. But most important, trust your gut. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Something Bye, doesn't feel right. Absolutely. And I like the reference. Yeah, idea five, five, five. All right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you. Gio. Well, you heard it there, folks. And, you know, I've worked cold case files where they were dated, so they thought the cause of death on an infant was SIDS. My staff and I sat there and looked through the, uh, the cold case file on an infant, and later we knew it was shaken baby syndrome by a caregiver. Very hard to prove once uh, there's child's deceased. Don't believe everything that you see on CSI, folks. I just want you to understand the importance of this. You should have a local investigator in your area. Again, if you contact them, make sure they're licensed and insured. You want to have your, your place of residence under surveillance, maybe for a short period of time, a few days. This is to determine if the children are properly supervised during play or Maybe they go out and visit a local pool or something. Have an investigator follow if you have the resources to do that. Again, folks, I'm not going to quote prices, but uh, typically here in Florida, you could spend anywhere from $65, $85 an hour for a private investigator, and it's well worth it when your loved ones are at stake. When the caregiver uh, takes them out of the car, going to want to watch that. Watch to see if they're wearing seat belts. Are they being left in the car while the caregiver might run into a store or something? And I want to talk about the elderly, elder abuse. It's found not only in nursing homes, but also private homes as well. And I've got a clip that I want to play that I want you guys to hear. 
Miriam Marino posted this video on the internet because she wants everybody in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and other places to see this. The two people sitting on this couch, the woman on the left, 94 years old, that's Miriam's mother. She has Alzheimer's. The woman on the right, that's her caregiver. She's been taking care of this woman for three years. Her mother's neighbors told Miriam, I suspect something's going on. So she set up a CCTV camera and picked this up. She just knocked her in the head. It's the first of many hits, kicks, hair pulling on this poor, defenseless, 94-year-old Alzheimer's patient. It's disgusting is what it is. And at one point, she takes a pillow that was in her lap and hits this woman with it. It's so hard to see and to not go running into that room and yes. exact revenge. It's such disrespect. There are many incidents picked up in this video of this woman just preying on this defenseless 94-year-old woman. You know what's really shocking is that this is all like the occurrences in one day. And you've got to think about the three years. It's just shocking to think what she's had to go through. This is the type of thing that's front and center in your mind when you have a child or an aging parent. You trust these people to take care of your loved ones. You're at their mercy because you're trusting them and that person they're caring for is at their mercy. At one point, she does change the woman's clothing, but after she changes her clothes, the hits begin again. Whoa! Ugh is the worst. The tape has been given to the police department, but they have not issued a statement as to what's going to happen to this woman in the video. You've got to be a sick person to do this to someone with those needs. And to sustain that kind of evil behavior day after day after day. Folks, don't be another statistic. Don't be another spot on the 5 o'clock news. I want to take another quick break. When I return, I want to discuss some more warning signs of abuse from caregivers that are common in both children and the elderly. You're going to want to listen to this as we conclude the show here on The Informant. Stay tuned. Some walk by night. Some fly by day. Hey, folks, Will ZPI here. When you need answers to important questions. Is he cheating? Why is he always guarding his phone? Whose number is this? He was supposed to be home two hours ago. When you need the help of licensed professionals at W&W Solutions. Specializing in infidelity, insurance fraud, skip traces, telephone numbers, welfare checks, missing persons, and even computer forensics. Our licensed investigators can help you in the southwest Florida area. Visit www.willzpi.com for more information regarding our private investigation services. That's willzpi.com, license number 8280088. Why not find out today? True Spiritual Warfare and Paranormal Activity, book 225th Street, Patrick Meekin. He's just released the prequel, Nightmare in Holmes County. This controversial book will bring you face-to-face with the reality of spiritual warfare and expose hidden secrets that the forces of darkness use to control and destroy people's lives. Nightmare in Holmes County, available now on Amazon. Check it out. Hey 
And we are back. I'm probably going to try to squeeze some of this in the last few minutes. We haven't done a half-hour podcast tonight. Going to maybe a couple more minutes of bonus time here if you're listening live. If not, you'll be picking this up in the archives, probably iTunes. But I do want to discuss, discuss a few things, warning signs of abuse from the caregivers that are common in both children and the elderly. Abuse, we just heard in the, in the video I played before those uh, commercials there, and by all means, folks, please, when you hire somebody looking to uh, retaining a private investigator, not only for the background checks, but for a few days surveillance so that you have peace of mind knowing that your loved ones are in good hands, or if not, it's time to contact the authorities. But the uh, the victim, it's her 90-second bell there, the victim may present with uh, symptoms of physical abuse, such as, uh, such as frequent and unexplained burns, bruises on the body. Um, symmetrically bruises on the body. These are common things. Um, there might be various stages of healing. There may be have cuts or abrasions or marks in their limbs if they were restrained. They may present with broken bones suddenly, uh, sprains, strains, other injuries. Um, eyeglasses or frames might be broken. Look for these warning signs, folks. Keep in mind that the young and the elderly or often accident-prone for various reasons. However, if you are seeing these occurrences repeatedly, this should be a cause for a red flag. Sexual abuse may also be suspected when bruises are observed around the breast or the genital area, uh, unexpected vaginal or rectal bleeding. I know it's kind of disgusting, folks, but this is things that happen, and this could happen to somebody. I'm not trying to uh, freak anybody out here, but... These are things that you might want to be looking for. Uh, neglect might be present in the form of uh, soiled clothing, lack of hygiene, absence of proper diaper changing or toiletry uh, practices. Untreated bed sores may be discovered in the elderly, as well as uh, sudden malnutrition, dehydration, uh, social isolation. These are all abuses, folks. Medications may be over or under administered as prescriptions disappear. That's something to really look for. Uh, when these medications these people are supposed to be taking, they disappear rapidly or uh, full at times when it's time to be renewed. I want to talk about some behavioral changes. I know I'm into the bonus time now, so if you're listening to iTunes, get this information now. Um, you know, the behavioral changes are often symptoms of uh, underlying abuse. A victim may exhibit signs of physical or emotional abuse by regressing to childlike behavior, such as thumb sucking or constantly rocking. This might be, uh, might be suddenly a fear of being touched. They might exhibit a change in which affected is shown, <clears throat> affection is shown to others and have a sudden fear of... Um, the bath, take a bath or go to the bathroom. Uh, they might have a change in their sleep patterns, a new onset of nightmares, things to look for. The elderly may also fall victim to financial abuse by a caregiver. You or the victim may notice items or cash missing from the home or observe some purchases that were made which were unnecessary or unusual, out of out of character for the person to be buying. Um, Significant withdrawals, you look for that. If you've got access to the checking account, if you're the uh, uh, person in charge of that, if you've got the uh, power of attorney, whatever, 
um, all these things to look for, the, you know, and their the accounts, any money stolen, any abuse that's that's uh, taken place here, sudden changes in their financial conditions, um, that they're not receiving proper medical care, these bills might remain unpaid. Unless you you know have a power of attorney, you won't know about these things. So these things are worth checking out, checking into. You know, if someone is in immediate danger, of course, call 911 local police to help. If you suspect child abuse, call the local child protective agency. If you suspect elder abuse or feel you may be victim of abuse or exploitation, contact the Adult Protective Services APS, which is an agency in the state where uh, the elder person resides. You might be away, and that person might be down here, and you have a relative taking care of them. They need to get a hold of this information. So, folks, I sincerely hope that those who desire to provide care for their family in their homes never need to witness an abusive situation. And public awareness, such as podcasts like these, are the key to this elderly abuse prevention and detection of it. This has been Will ZPI of W&W Solutions. Thanks again for listening, and be safe out there, folks. Until next time, God bless. 